Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. My t- hey, everybody, we're over that hump together. Pew, pew. This is the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. That's my name. It is your name. Uh, we've got a question for you, and here is that question. What uh, is it? How do you wake yourself up from an afternoon slump? 651-641-1071. Would you like to know why I'm asking? Why are we asking? Okay, well, apparently, uh, according to a survey of Americans, three in five Americans say they are more exhausted than ever. And the average time that a worker, a a regular, you know, person who works will hit the wall (laughs) is one Oh four PM, which just happened. Well, just a minute and a half. I don't think, I don't think we're at the one Oh fours. I don't, I feel like we're a little bit later, maybe like three Oh four. Yeah. Right. Like I definitely hit a slump around three thirty. Um, but I remember working in a typical like office workplace, a uh, something less typical than what we're currently in. Certainly, yeah, this and is I not remember, typical. Yeah, it's not typical. We know. I mean, we're not typical, but we have cubicles. Anyway, the point being that like I I totally remember having that sort of midday slump, and it was usually after lunch. Right. So 104 is apparently the typical time. That makes sense, right? You've had lunch. You maybe had a little heavy lunch. You're starting to get the sleepies. So 104 is the time that people usually hit an afternoon slump. And then the survey went on to ask people what they did in order to get a boost of energy uh, at that time. And that's why we're asking you 651-641-1071. Maybe you've got like a really great idea that isn't on this list of typical things that people do to wake themselves up in that midday slump. 651-641-1071. We do, we, gotta, we do number one for three hours a day. That sounded like we pee for three hours. We do hours. number one? What? Wow! My I think we're really doing number two clean. for three hours a day. No! The number one answer is something that the three of us do for three hours every day. Chit chatting, chit chatting with a coworker. Oh, yeah, we do that for three solid hours yeah. every day. Forty nine percent of people say that random conversations with their friends at work tend to perk them up. Uh yeah. That's the thing that gets you out of that afternoon slump. 651-641-1071. What gets you out of the afternoon slump? Do you want to know what the other answers were? Sure. Uh, Getting up and walking around for a few minutes. Yeah. A change of scenery. So, Okay, wait. That's stupid. What? Number two is getting up and walking around for a few minutes. And number three is a change of scenery. Isn't that kind of the same thing? Yeah. That's a cop out. I didn't like that answer. You know, our listener uh Panda tweeted her response. Would you like to hear it? Yes, please. Uh she says, I grab a soda. Doesn't even have to have caffeine in it. I usually grab a sprite, but the bubbles and sugar help. Coffee has not worked for me for years. I hear you, Panda. I think I am immune to coffee now. What? I'm sorry. I'm just saying. 
Like oh I could God, probably drink it all day. Yeah, and I'm I sorry. Do, well, no, I mean, I'm not saying I don't drink it and I don't like it. I got one of them fancy coffees, uh, you know, from our fancy coffee machine today. Oh, yeah. Look at you. I know. It was the first time. I'd never done it before. Oh, God. Uh, I love that thing. Get a yeah. macchiato one time. Oh, maybe I'll do that in the break. Is it called a macchiato? No, it's like a mochaccino. Mocha, I don't know. Whatever the one is, half hot cocoa and half coffee. It's I good. bet it's a mochaccino. That's Mochaccino. Mochaccino. Uh, let's see. Okay, so I told you number two and three are basically the same, which is dumb. Number four, uh, get up from your desk to get coffee or food. Again, I I feel like that would be my number one move. Get a snack. Get coffee. But I do actually. It's too late. Well, yeah, but that's why I think I'm immune to coffee now. Sometimes, it, and I will say it's usually about 3.30, and I will go downstairs and either get a coffee or get a pop or get a snack or something. Just, it, A, I get to, like, get up and start walking. Yeah. Um, so I'm, like, moving and shaking, and then I get a little, you know, pep in my step. You're probably doing with some caffeine. all of the things at once, because when you get yeah. up and move around, you talk to your coworkers. You've, it's also a change of scenery. And you've walked around, and you're getting coffee. Now, number five is having a structured routine in general. Bradley Trainer. I don't know anybody in the world who has a more structured routine than you, my dear. It's true. And I love that about you. Uh, so, like, again, it's part of your routine. So you do all five at the same time. Basically. 651-641-1071. Apparently everybody's asleep. Maybe we shouldn't have done this talker when everybody was hitting their afternoon slump. I was going to say, yeah, they're probably napping. Fine. Guess what? <laughs> what do you do? Um... I don't get it's weird because I don't really get one anymore. I don't really get an afternoon slump anymore. And part of that is probably because of like the routine, because I can't have a slump when we're doing this. That just doesn't happen. And then after this, I have to go pick my kids up from school and then we just go. So like from then there's no time for me to slump. Like there isn't a, Slump time. So maybe, I don't know, maybe I am having a slump and I don't know it, but I'm, I just have to keep going. I'm like the, yeah. what is it? The Ener- Energizer bunny or the Duracell bunny? Whatever. Whoever the bunny is. That's me. Um, you just crash at the end of the night. And then, yeah, once we get through dinner, that's when I probably hit my slump and it's probably a good time to hit a slump. And then I just go to bed. Wow. I sound fun. Don't I? Woo! Let's go to Becca. Becca's got an idea of how we can get through that afternoon slump. Hey, Becca, what do you do to Hi. get through that afternoon slump? Well, um, I either, I, typically, I will walk outside, especially in the winter. Yes. <laughs> when it's cold. Yes, I'll wake you right air, up. Yeah, they say that, like, when you go on a road trip, you're, you should have the window down if it's cold. That helps keep you awake when you're driving. Yes. Because, you know, yeah, so going outside and getting a some fresh air, looking at the sky, checking it out for a second, and then going back in bed. Becca, have you hit that afternoon slump yet today? Well, you started talking about it, and now my eyes are heavy. So, yeah, it's <laughs> probably time for a walk. Well, get out there. Take us with you, okay? <laughs> All right. Have a good one, guys. Thanks, Becca. Thank you. And we've got Jana on the line. Hi, Jana. Jana, what do you do to get through that afternoon slump? Um, well, similar to Becca, I work from home, um, and I have a dog. So I like to take about half hour to walk my dog around the neighborhood outside there you go that'll get you up a dog will always get you up right bradley yeah i mean a good dog walk i mean i i do my dog walking in the morning so i'm it 
it does wake me up because I, I usually am having my first coffee as I'm walking the dog. So it's a perfect time to That's perfect. get a little pep in your step. Jana, thanks for your call. Have you hit that afternoon slump yet? Oh, she's gone. Now she's slumping. All right. She, when we, she slumped. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show. Okay. I, I have more interesting Britney news. And I just would like to propose, as I did yesterday, that there is a place where we should be focusing all of our Britney attention. And it is what we're about to talk about when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. Welcome back to the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Hi. And uh, Bradley, a little on air production. I'm about to put a new link up so that we can all enjoy each other's faces. Well, Fabulous. we speak, and uh, I will meet you in that space uh, in just a moment here. Uh, all right, now that we've we've taken care of that business, um, I I brought up a story yesterday about the fact that um, Britney Spears. Mm, we've been paying attention to the wrong thing, and I think we should probably get the Cobra Gang together, don't you think? Let's do it. Whenever there's trouble, without a double, with a Cobra Gang. Um, uh, yesterday we talked a little bit about the fact that even though the conservatorship is done, Britney Spears is, the conservatorship is, is dissolved in the sense that she has her freedom, but there are still a ton of loose ends still dangling out there, um, having to do with the conservatorship. And yep. uh, yesterday we talked about some of the the things that the lawyers are looking at when it comes to Jamie Spears and some of the things that he hasn't turned over yet. Yep. Namely, some of the recordings that we've heard about, etc. But there is presently a hearing or there was a, a, a hearing uh, that um, that just occurred where there were other little pieces that they're still trying to sort out. And one of the things that I think is the most interesting about this, um, about, hold on a second. I'm sorry. I got to make sure I'm on the right day. And I am not. Did I put that link in there for you, Bradley? I did not. Okay, hold on. There it is. Um, Sorry. I just realized as I was looking at the article that I was looking at the wrong day. Okay. So there was a hearing uh, and the latest hearing um, actually was meant to untangle some of the payments that are still outstanding when it comes to Britney Spears' estate. Now, yeah. what is what is notable is, for the first time, Britney Spears is being allowed to sign her own estate paperwork. What? Yeah, that's huge. It is a huge deal when you consider that for 14 years, she has not even been able to ha- be privy to her own estate and how it operates. Now, her estate is different from our estates, right? Like we operate in a, like a like smaller estate. <laughs> I'll just say it that way. Like we don't have as much we, money as Britney Spears. Exactly. Is that what you're getting at? Yeah. Yeah. And so when you when you think about what her estate looks like, I mean, it's probably very complicated. There's many people on the payroll. There's all sorts of ways that um, her. She's a business. She operates in a whole different way. 
And yeah. so the fact that she's never been able to be privy for 14 years to what that looks like and now is going to have that put in front of her so that she can sign off on it, um, that's going to be a lot to take in. Oh, incredibly huge. Right? Um, but it, it it's it's... Nevertheless, it's another step in the right direction in terms of her freedom. But one of the things that is um, up for debate on that estate paperwork is who's going to pay some outstanding lawyer's fees for her dad, Jamie Spears, TriStar Entertainment, which is the um, entertainment firm that was employed by Jamie Spears under the conservatorship of Britney Spears. And apparently there's also some other dangling paperwork for Lynn Spears that was not talked about at this particular hearing. So these are the things that are currently sort of being questioned. Who's going to be paying these bills? Well, and it's not even a matter of who's going to be paying the bills. It's who who paid the bills in the past and were those bills actual bills that should have been paid? Because you'll remember that there is a question about the money that TriStar Entertainment was paid to the tune of like six figures of something. Right. Maybe it was millions. I don't know. I feel like it was in the six figures. It was like $500,000. And they're like, well, why did you, you know, what was that even for? So I think that somebody needs to go back, you know, through with a fine tooth comb, not even just talking about things that sit out there unresolved. Right. Right. Because uh, she has never been, but here's the other thing is she's never been party to any of that stuff. So when we talk about like Britney Spears, Um, hopping on an airplane and going to Cabo San Lucas. Or we see pictures of Britney Spears, uh, you know, taking a break at the restroom at the Shell gas station. You know, that is its own type of nuisance in her life. But, But that is but like the smallest sliver of what this woman is going through right now in the in this newfound freedom, because it's not just that she's free from the conservatorship and she gets to make her own decisions. There's also a responsibility that goes alongside that. So she's going to have to be adjusting to this idea of having to review all of her estate paperwork. Well, and she's not. She's not going to, right? No, she will have lawyers and she will have, you know, financial people who are there to do that beside her. But the danger with that is this is why I really think Susie Orman is missing out on a huge opportunity right now because there is some financial literacy that uh, could be happening for all the world to experience at the same time. Because while I don't expect Britney Spears to be suddenly familiar with all the ins and outs of a multi- All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. 
million dollar career in terms of the financial obligations, you know, in a way that no other celebrity probably is. But at the same time, I think it's super important that she does gain some knowledge about how this all works because how many times have we heard about celebrities that are not in conservatorships mm-hmm. who have been taken for a ride charlie sheen i mean he was on his own ride but my point is like there are plenty of stories about celebrities johnny depp who've had people who have quote mishandled or mismanaged and the responsibility of who actually did the mishandling and mismanaging is up in the air but you know, it's a complicated thing for anybody, even if you're not in a conservatorship. So I think she needs to get some financial literacy in a way that allows her to feel somewhat um, in control of, of you know, her gigantic ex- estate. Right. Well, according to Jamie Spears' um, lawyer, wait, hold on, I got to figure out who actually said this. Um, so Jamie Spears temporary conservators because she's still even though the conservatorship has been dissolved that there are still conservators who are managing the dangling loose yeah. ends right now there was like an accountant they they hired john like zabel there were people yeah and jody montgomery are the two who are overseeing uh these these um these dangling uh things that remain so judge penny granted britney spears these new powers over her estate but then jamie spears lawyer alex weingarten and uh they they're the ones that asked like who's going to pay for this and britney spears lawyers representation were like as long as britney agrees to pay for it then we're fine with that so really putting it back in her court to decide who's going to pay these big legal bills for these people that did her dirty for so long. That's where we should be paying attention. Oh, stuff's sure. happening there. Absolutely. When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, we've got some D-bags for you. My- hey, Bernie's behaving badly. We do love to tell you about them on the Colleen and Bradley show. My talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley trainer. Hi. Hi. And uh, we have a name for those celebrities behaving badly. What's that name? D-bag. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. Who's your D-bag, Bradley? Thanks for asking. It's Jennifer Benifer or Jennifer. Uh-oh, what are they doing what? now? They can't keep their hands off each other, you guys. <laughs> According to whom? According to uh, the world who showed up for a Lakers game recently. Oh, so what we were treated to is a bunch of photographs of them canoodling at the front row of a Lakers game, because that's what celebrities love to do. You know, you can have your private relationship in public, because remember... How quaint and how cozy. Remember how Ben talks about, um, or has recently talked about, how he likes to keep, you know, this part of his life uh, private, like he doesn't have to go there anymore, because... Like last time, we all got too up in their business, right? And that's why so they now they're get like, married. We ruined their relationship. Exactly. So now they're being low key, sure, in the front row yep. of a Lakers game. Of course, these are the most public, private people I've ever met in my life. Yeah, and this is when I say, like, you must think we're stupid because you you're telling us one thing. And then doing another and acting like 
that's not we're being gaslit. Oh my gosh, they're Kardashian gaslighting us. Ah! Oh no, it's it's a total Kardashian experience. And where do you think they get that behavior from? The Kardashians. I, mean, I wouldn't be surprised. I'm so curious. Like, I don't know. I I feel like they there's some connection there. Like they are being um, directed by the same like PR I mean, company I don't know or Chris- something. Well, or if Chris Jenner's just in the ear of J Lo or Ben. I mean, I feel like there's just got to be like a Calabasas connection, uh, Calabasas with a K with the Kardashians uh-huh. and Benifer or Jennifer because they seem to be in similar areas. And I just feel like Je- you know Jennifer is not stupid. She is an incredibly talented, gifted, and successful woman, and I think she knows how to play the publicity game better than anyone. But the only other people that played at this level are the Kardashians. It's so true. it just seems very kardashian to me like i'm gonna live my life out in the open yet pretend that i'm totally remaining private yeah it's a a tale as old as time uh but here we are again they must think we're stupid we're not stupid as per usual but we are not stupid thank Thank you you. but i do wonder what will happen when they end up being guests on our show uh is that do you think that's gonna happen I mean, you never know. They could be in town for something, and they're, they're like, not. you know that Colleen and Bradley? Yeah, no, they're not coming here. No? Oh, my gosh, okay, look fine. at these pictures. Holy buckets. I know, it's just Nobody them. Nobody sits I, like I this at a game. Oh, my gosh. I should have been clear to the listener who can't see the photos. It literally, there is no, I mean, it's it's like the couple that, it's like that couple from Saturday Night Live in the hot tub. My lover. My lover. They're, like, all over each other. Nobody does that. Also points for the Spawn Con for Jennifer Lopez. Ooh, which one are we looking at? Uh, we're looking at the, the strategic or coach. The, no, the coach bag. Oh, okay. uh, Jennifer Lopez is a spokesperson for Coach Luxury Goods, and she just happens to be carrying a tote emblazoned giantly with the coach emblem on which it. Which she job. clearly at some point moved because at one point you can't see the emblem, and then oh, yeah. it's like tilted toward the camera, but not all the way so that it looks super obvious. Well, so that means that somebody is looking at this. Right. And they're giving them notes on right. how to position themselves for the camera. Right. Well, of course. I mean, you act like these are not professional people. Yeah. No, this is. <laughs> Thank you. <sighs> Who's your D bag? Daily Mail. Oh, what did they do? They wrote this headline. Haggard-looking Alec Baldwin, 63, reveals huge bags under his eyes. One day after charging at reporter who quizzed him about shooting dead rust set cinematographer. It is gross on, like, every level, Uh. right? It is so gross. Okay, first of all, I don't know that we need to be calling out Alec Baldwin and his haggard look or his huge under eye bags. I just don't feel like that's the space that we need to be in right now. This is a man who is truly, even though he did that interview and maybe we, you know, had some opinions about this, he's got some stuff, like real stuff that he's going through. You would be, you might not look your best either. Um, yeah. I will exactly. just say, like, yeah, he, okay, if I'm being honest, he looks like he's lost a little sleep. I can imagine. Wouldn't you? I would be too. We'd all be losing some sleep. But to call it out and then to be so crass in your description of what happened on the set of Rust, it just, I don't, Daily Mail, do better. 
I mean, there are superficial things that we can all like roll our eyes at or, you know, be immature about. But like, I just don't feel like this is the moment. Right. Which, like this is, is like, ugh. like poking it out. Like, but I've seen this a lot. And you know that there are people because he has political opinions that he has shared with the world. Yeah. There are people who don't agree with those political opinions who will then take every opportunity to like razz him about anything. And it's just like, I don't know in this. Like, I feel like in this moment, we could all agree. Maybe now is not the time to point out his eye bags. Right. Right. Yeah. It, it just and then, of course, we're treated to. So I didn't even take the time to actually read the article. But it doesn't matter because you know how the Daily Mail operates. They've got a photo spread of him in various states of walking. And then they fit around it like, you know, uh, what he's wearing. Um, Baldwin, 63, appeared careworn and walked with a slight stoop as he met up with mustachioed male companions sporting a man bun for coffee in Greenwich Village. What? What? (laughs) What? Why does the poor mustachioed man bun fellow have to be a part of this? Also, I don't see any pictures of Mr. Man Bun. Oh, wait, no, there's a video. Is that a man? That might be a woman. I don't. Oh, but there's a mustache. Anywho, it doesn't matter. It just is the Daily Mail continuously is gross with their clickbait. And um, I just I think you can do better. I think you can do better. Be better. I appreciate celebrities with eye bags because right i want that, that means that they haven't done the things that other celebrities have done to their faces right. that have rendered them yes not their selves a little alien yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yes. a little emotionless yeah that would I, be the word i will say like inanimate i Thank will you. say for um i know we talked about that um interview he did um on with George Snuffleupagus on ABC, right? It was yep. ABC News. Yep. We talked about that uh, interview, and we talked a little bit about, you know, understanding that he emotes in the right ways at the right times, right? All of that stuff. But I will say that you can't help but watch a man who's been through a significant life-altering experience like that and not feel empathy toward what that must feel like in a way that we oh, can't possibly understand, right? So I just feel like, once again, I'll go back to my prior statement, my thesis, which is, I just don't know right now that we need to be following Alec Baldwin around and talking about his eye bags or no, his absolutely. haggard look. It is all quite understandable right now. But it is typical for the Daily Mail to do this kind of thing. Like, yeah. they don't do anything but just go, like, here's some ugly photos of a person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, okay, thanks. Meanwhile, thanks then, then they follow <laughs> Hillary, sorry, Hillary around, and uh, they've got a hot take on her whole outfit. Hillary wearing a, that's what we call her because that's her name, wearing a stylish white $2,800 Montclair coat. Montclair coat? I don't Montclair. even know what that is. Whatever. It's and fancy. Quirky mm-hmm. pearl adorned mules was photographed smiling and laughing with daughter Carmen as if to say, while Alec is feel- looking haggard and downtrodden and careworn, his wife is just wearing all of her rich people clothes and laughing <laughs> with their children. You tell a story without telling a story. Thank you. Yeah, the Daily Mail can do better. 
Yeah. Most days. And please do. Most days. Hey, real quick, I wanted to answer uh, an email we got from our friend, Panda, who said, I'm going crazy trying to find Colleen on the post. Today, the host on a post is me, Colleen Lindstrom, in an elf hat. Your job is to click around the MyTalk website until you find it. Now, I can't give clues, but the clue I will give is click a lot. Because sometimes there are more clicks that need to occur in order to click to the right place. What you're saying is that you are definitely on there. There has been no issue. Because I've seen this a couple times now. There's not like a snafu. Nope, I'm there. There's not a thing. She is literally there. So you just, if you haven't found it, you literally haven't gone everywhere you need to go. So keep clicking. Yeah, so sometimes there might be an invitation to click in a certain place so you can see some stuff that, I'm just saying like click all the things, okay? Uh, And you will find me because I am there. And once you find me, click on my face. And then you will be brought to the place where you can register to win a thousand dollars. It's a lot of money. It is yeah. a lot of money. We're giving it away three times. God, I would love a thousand dollars for Christmas. Right? Thank you. The next three Fridays at five thirty on the Lori and Julia show, you'll be able to hear if they call out your name. You could win. You could win. So just keep clicking around. I promise I'm there. Just cancel your plans for tonight if it's taking you a little while. Uh, just you know, clear your schedule and click around for a while. I yeah. promise. I found myself. It's I'm there. Yeah, it's fine. Just spend the night clicking your mouse yeah. around finding Colleen. Yeah, just click, double click it, even if that's what you like. All right, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, uh, we got to get the Cobra gang together about a story involving Kanye West and Virgil Abloh. Uh, we're going to have to hearken back to a blind item from, I believe, yesterday. Uh, so, Holly, get ready for that when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. This is the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Hi. And uh, before we get the Cobra gang together, I do want to. Uh, Holly, was there anything we needed to clear up about the elf? Well, the elf is on the website. Yes. So you got to go to mytalk1071.com. The, the elf being the, po- the host. Yes, on the, the host on the post. Host on the post. The host with the elf hat, which is the current contest that we're running. In order to find that, you got to go on the website. 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 As in the World Wide Web. That's right. Thank you, Al Gore. Okay, so uh, all you need to do is go to the World Wide Web. Uh, go to mytalk1071.com. Click around until you find me, Colleen, with an elf hat on. Tomorrow it'll be a different host on the post. And it'll be in a whole different place. So in order to enter to win that $1,000, got to do that today. Okay, now, can we get the Cobra gang together? Whenever there's trouble, we're there on the double. We're the Cobra gang. Okay, so, did I already say that this is the Colleen and Bradley show? And I'm Colleen Lindstrom, and that's Bradley Trainer. Great. Great. Now that we've done that again, um, this is the headline that stopped me in my tracks when I saw the following words. Kanye West is, quote, being lined up to replace the late Virgil Abloh as Louis Vuitton creative director in a move allegedly orchestrated by the long-term friends before the designer's death. Now, all of that sounds completely plausible, right? Given the fact that what we know about Kanye West, what we think we know about Kanye West, designer, also musical art, music artist, not musical artist, music artist, uh, estranged husband of Kim Kardashian, 
is that uh, he had a friendship with Virgil Abloh, um, who was the creative director of Louis Vuitton. Yeah. So then if you think you know that, then you immediately go to a place where you're like, well, that do- that this headline makes sense. Apparently they talked before Virgil Abloh's death, and this was all set in motion for Kanye West to be the next kind of leader of Louis Vuitton. This happens all the time. Yeah. But then I thought, that doesn't work with a blind item that we have heard on the Colleen and Bradley show. Interesting. So, okay, tell me more. Well, let's revisit that blind item, shall we? Blinded by the item. This was a blind item reveal from yesterday, Bradley. So here we go. Here was a blind item first published December 1st. Don't believe the hype coming from the former A-plus list rapper. He was not close to the recently deceased designer. In fact... He has burned most of the bridges with every notable designer because he was always trying to steal their designs using the guise of friendship. Okay. so Which I remember we actually did that blind item. Yeah, and we got it correct, and then it was confirmed yesterday, which a confirmed blind item for those of you who are not um, regular listeners of our segment called Blinded by the Item, which we source blind items, which are juicy bits of gossip with the names left out, on a website called uh, crazydaysandnights.net that's mostly populated by somebody by the name of NT Lawyer. And when NT Lawyer is feels like it, NT Lawyer will confirm a blind item, meaning y'all guessed right, this is who yep. it's about, right? So this has been confirmed by NT so Lawyer. Yep, this is the one. So then I ask the question that we ask on the Colleen and Bradley show, which is what, Bradley? (laughs) Setting you up. Who placed this and why? Who's the one that's perpetuating this rumor and for what reason? Well, yeah, first, the first question that I have then is what's the source? Right. So uh, let me get that for you. Uh, According to the sun. Meaning. Oh, the sun. Okay. The sun was the source. The sun is where this originally was reported. Uh, and it does not, uh, let's see, it does not, it, it is a source that told The Sun. Got it. A source told the outlet on Wednesday, quote, Kanye is devastated about Virgil's death because they had been friends for years and worked together a lot. They shared a similar vision and now Kanye feels he owes it to Virgil to continue his work at Louis Vuitton. I mean, that sounds like somebody on Con- in Camp Kanye. Right, Camp Kanye saying... Right. Like, look, he's still a big darn deal. So so that even if this doesn't happen, at least you have the kernel in your mind of Kanye West was at least considered for this position. Yeah. Right? It still gives him a credential. Yeah. I mean, you know, you'd want to be thought of as somebody who could potentially replace somebody that talented. I mean, that's going to make, you know, that's going to make you look good. right? Yeah. Whether or not it actually happens matters not. Because so he, that seems totally plausible. He just wants to look like he can play in the sandbox. Uh, apparently, uh, tabloids have reached out to Yay. Are we? Has, is that sticking? He made that like his official name, right? Yeah, he did. He filed yeah. the paperwork and everything. I don't feel like we're doing that anyway. Well, I mean, it's working about as well as Food God. True, mm-hmm. true. Which also allegedly Kanye was responsible for. Remember that? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Jonathan Chabon said it was Kanye West that suggested he should change his name to Food God. And so he did. Because obviously, not obvious. Yeah, I don't 
I don't know anything about this particular story in terms of inside knowledge, and nor do I, you know, particularly pay attention to like this corner of the world when right. it comes to, you know, high fashion. However, that said, you know, knowing things has never kept me from having an opinion. Um, I just don't it. feel like con- exactly. <laughs> I just don't feel like this is a job Kanye would ever want because he's working for somebody else. And I don't feel like Kanye is ever going to work for somebody else. Kanye wants to work for Kanye because he wants to have all the c- creative control. And if he were to take over for somebody else in a role like this, I just feel like that's not something that Right. I just don't feel like he would ever do that. Well, or yes, especially because he would not be able to still have his, well, maybe he would. I don't know enough about, like you said, this corner of the world, and I, but it certainly won't stop me from having opinions. Can Kanye West continue with the Yeezy brand and also be the creative director for a place, a fashion house like Louis Vuitton? Like, is that possible or even advisable? Right. Because to me, an ego like Kanye West wants his name to be on whatever the products are. Yeah, that's why I'm saying he would never work for anybody else because he wants to have creative control. So I just don't think even if he could do that, which I'm sure he could have like he could have umpteen different brands that he works for. I mean, you could be a consultant, but I just feel like Kanye is the kind of person that's going to want, you know, things to start and end with his creative control, which is, you know, that he's perfectly entitled to do that. But then, you know. I just don't think he would end up in this kind of role. Yeah, well, it's like, you know, he has a deal with The Gap, but Kanye, all of his designs for The Gap are under the Yeezy Yeezy brand. I don't think that Louis Vuitton is getting ready to change their signature over to the Yeezy brand. The Gap, yeah, because they want to be cool and they've got some work to do. Well, The Gap has something to gain from having the Yeezy brand somewhere near them. Louis Vuitton is Louis Vuitton. Louis Vuitton is presently valued at nearly $50 billion. (sighs) So they don't need Kanye like The Gap needs Kanye. Right? Exactly. But there's something about this story, like from a PR perspective, it does give him some sort of clout, if indeed we do believe it. I just am so fascinated at like the conflicting storylines that we get from the blind items that basically say like, no, they weren't even really friends. And nobody really is on Team Kanye in the fashion world. Like he would have you believe because he, all he does is steal designs from other designers like that's basically all that Yeezy is yeah I mean you know I I, I think this story was somehow trying to make it look like they wanted Kanye to do this yeah when we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, we're really excited. We've got two guests that we've been really looking forward to having on the show. Kelly Finally. and Troy. Yes, from Beyond the Blinds, the podcast, will be joining us. And, you know, we'll try not to keep it too inside baseball, but there are people, you guys. Stay tuned for that after this.